Welcome everybody to Wrestling With The Truth. I am your main man, BC Hunter, sitting alongside, via virtual reality, Nightmare Jay Myers. Jay, how you doing today? I'm doing okay, but back to back, not in the booth, man. I'm, uh, I'm starting to starting to feel a little bit lonely here by myself, but uh, we'll, I'll, I'll survive, I think. I'm starting to worry you're getting a little bit too comfortable at home. <laughs> I don't know if I'll go that far, but uh, we'll see. A couple, couple more, maybe. The uh, the the fans demand a return to the blanket booth. <laughs> well, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what well, we can do. Well, and this is an even more special evening because not only is it you that's joined us virtually uh, in the blanket booth, but we also have another special guest join us virtually. One half of the baddest podcasting tag team in the nation. It is Mike from Bear the Gimmick. Mike, how you doing? Oh, I'm good, guys. I'm I'm really happy to be here. Ken really wishes he could be here. He had some stuff come up, and we're I'm I'm really excited to be on y'all show, man. And like I said, Ken Ken was really excited too. So no, we're doing we're I'm sto- doing this for him, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're stoked to have you. I was gonna say we we won't say which half is uh, is here with us. What the, the better or the worse half? But uh, uh, the we'll worst. Leave it, we'll- <laughs> Well, you're the well, better. You showed up, right? Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. We, we know the deal. We know the deal. He got so big-headed over the fact <laughs> yeah. that Buff Bagwell yeah. on the show. He's like, I don't need to do these two losers podcasts. He says, ah, who are these oh, schmoes? Who are these schmoes? He had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. He's not here to defend himself, Mike, so just bury him as much as you want. He's not here. Barry the co-host is what the the new pod's going to be called. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. He uh, he he couldn't even believe that we got him. He's he he wishes we, we that uh, he he could have been the one to get Buff to call him on the phone. <laughs> I, it's still mind blowing that that's that he just called you personally. That's fantastic. Uh, it it would have been cool if. Well, here I'll let you tell the story. But uh, I I was chuckling as you were telling it when I was listening because it uh, I was like, man, if you had just done a couple things differently, you would have never. Never answer that phone, bro. I know, I know. Oh man, dude! I usually, after I go to sleep, I usually don't even wake up. <laughs> I I'm out, but for some reason, dude. Was, um, there it is. Yeah, because you mentioned it, you work you work a lot of back shift and stuff like that too, eh? Yeah, yeah. I work I work a lot of uh, a lot of like overtime shifts. Yeah. So so for the most part, you know. Well, I did. I I, I got a new job and. Uh, they pay me enough. I don't have to, but yeah. <laughs> still, um, I, I worked an extra and I came home and I was tired. And I'd been trying for a couple of days to get Buff on the show. I'd actually talked to him and uh, and I'd actually talked to his um, manager and his manager was like, here's Buff's number. Give him a call. And I was like, okay, is this, is this real? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I called and I was as professional as I could be. I was like, Good afternoon. This is Mike Martin with Barry the Gimmick Podcast, and I'm really wanting to get you on the show, man. We are a wrestling podcast. We've had we, we talk about all the things of your era. Call me back when you can. And I guess when he could was like at almost midnight. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like is, he'd been. Is he still been, local? Is he still in Georgia? Or is he is. He, yeah. yeah. Yep. He lives uh, on the north side. So, okay. um, but. I, that's that's one of the reasons like when I when I got the phone call I looked down and I was like okay who's calling me from Marietta <laughs> Let's not lie let's not lie there were some expletives uh coming out of your mouth I'm sure at that time uh, I I it was who in the <laughs> is calling me <laughs> at midnight I'm trying to sleep and I was going to answer but like who the, uh, calling me <laughs> what, no, I said, what the nerve 
<laughs> instead of come out hello <laughs> and all i hear um, on the other end of the phone is hey man i'm like uh, and this? like that distinctive voice of his too. yeah yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm like who's this he goes it's buff and i'm like am i being punked <laughs> <laughs> he goes oh i'm sorry i woke you up man i, I wish i uh I wish I didn't wake you up. Call me back in the morning. So I did. And now I've talked to him about 10 times. I'm not going to lie to you. We've had a bunch of conversations. He told me he's a phone call away. He'll call me. He said, call me anytime. He is a really nice dude, man. He really really enjoys talking with people and telling stories because he's got a lot of them. Um, As you can hear from other podcasts he's been on. Yeah, it's exciting, man. That's I'm excited I'm, to have him yeah. on our show. Like, I, I can't wait to dive into some of the deeper, darker secrets and stuff that nobody else is going to ask him. Get the yeah, dirt. yeah, that's the big <laughs> thing. I mean, I know he's been on a, a few different podcasts, but I mean, he's a guy that could go on a hundred of them and still have an original story for you because he's yeah, got so yeah. many. I mean, I know uh, Conan and Disco always talk about getting him on the show, and he, no matter what, he always had a crazy story something crazy happened in yeah. his life yeah you know, so, but yeah. you just well just if you just picture the eras he spanned right or spawned yeah. i don't know what the right word is Span. but yeah span so i mean like he comes up or like early 90s and he gets involved in the height of wcw including the nwo all that stuff there he's, he's there for the purchase he's there for the sort of new wcw and in, in wwe and the invasion and all that stuff he yeah, I think he was in the invasion, right? I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, well, um, yeah. He, he was. I, as brief as brief as it very, was, very, very briefly, and then yeah. his mom called him sick, and he got fired the next day. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a story and a half. Right there. <laughs> I, I, so, I go easy on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well. Um, I mean, in regards to his mother, she recently passed away, so I'm yes. not really going to ask yeah. too much about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're we're going to try to show our condolences and stay away from that. But no, we're really like this is we we're just two dudes that got together and decided to talk about wrestling. We had no idea that it was actually going to become um, what it has, and the fact that we have you know people who listen. Like we met you guys, and you guys live freaking I don't know how many miles. I have no idea, but a lot, a lot <laughs> of miles away, and we actually talk on a regular basis about wrestling, and it has become one of my like favorite things I've done, man. And we got people who listen and. South Africa and Ireland yeah. and yeah. Japan. We we said the same thing, man. It was like we kind of just set out because we were just sitting there one day talking, shooting the shit. And we're like, we should just record this and see. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it they're like, who cares if nobody listens to it? I think you guys even mentioned saying that too. So it's like, it's bonus, you know what I mean? If people do mm-hmm. kind of care to listen, which is great, but uh, it's just fun to do. It's kind of just been a nice distraction and hobby for us too. Uh, that's that's exactly what it is man and i've i've put way more into it than i probably yeah thought i would you know with teaching myself how to edit and mm-hmm. teaching myself how to make the actual um the like i've been the teasers with the videos and the yep. and the the actual sound clips and i've been putting that on tiktok and that has actually boosted our views a lot um just doing that nice. so it's Maybe. been Maybe we got to get on the TikTok there. Uh, I'm gonna leave. See. I'm gonna leave that to you. <laughs> that was great. I, I don't know how Shoot. to do the ticking and talking. If you know what I was. Mean. I was trying to give him yet another task that he already has. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think that'd be a great one for you. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I. I mean, it, I'd literally just make the posts for Twitter and I put them on TikTok and I throw a couple hashtags in there yep. and boom, I've got two thousand views per video. Nice. 
Hey man, that it's, brings up a good. And point. even if you get like ten percent or twenty percent people who tune in to listen, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually I put one out, and then the next day I put another one out, and we got two thousand views a piece. And then wow. the next day I woke up and we had bumped up like forty eight listeners wow. overnight. So yeah. that I was I don't know if it's directly associated with TikTok, but it might be. And it seems it seems like it, the analytics would suggest so. Yeah, it's a good yeah. good chance there is. Yeah, yeah, and so good good on you. That's a that's a smart way to do it. I mean, I mean, we were the same way. Like like Jay just said, like uh, we thought we'd be the only two listeners, but once you start getting listeners, and I'm telling you, like the the listeners of this show are the most supportive people I've ever heard in my life. Just yeah. like mm-hmm. they are just pumping tires for us all the time. And you want to just keep improving and improving and improving. And then mm-hmm. when we get to meet guys like you and just we know that, hey, these are just two cool guys that, that we enjoy chatting about wrestling with. And again, it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing that way. So anyway, that helps. But eventually hard work pays off and you're just going to get more and more listeners coming in because you guys, one thing I'll give it to you, you tell it like it is. You're not afraid <laughs> to, you know, throw some you don't shade tip, or anything tip, like tip that. tip tiptoe around anything, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, so the, the cult of controversy. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I appreciate it, man. I, yeah. I like listening to you guys for that fact because it's like, oh no, you're gonna tell it straight. I like it. But not it to is. a negative point either. Like you, yeah. you're just you're just having some fun with it. Yeah, yeah. We're not trying to be like, oh, just negative about it. Like you said, we just if if it's good, we're gonna appreciate it. If it's not good, we're gonna tell you, hey, we didn't like that. That's yeah. not that's not quality. It's, and I, and I don't know if it's the point of like we grew up watching this stuff and now today trying to watch it. It's just we don't think it's as good. The quality isn't there. Maybe it's the the new generation. I don't know, but it's not yeah. Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner coming out talking to his freaks in 2001. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't no. want to see it. Listen, we, we've had many a conversation about this recently, kind of on and off air. And it's people people don't like to hear that some people are starting to kind of lament today's product and sort of mm-hmm. wish that we kind of had the product of old, but I think it's, and BC brings it up all the time. It's not for everybody, but it, there's something for everyone. Probably. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Not, mm-hmm. not everything is for everyone, but, but there is something for someone. Yeah. Right. If that yeah. makes any sense. I mean, I, I enjoy a lot of the wrestling today. I'm trying to get into the independent stuff. Um, I'm actually about to go to the, uh, the NWA, you know, they tape in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. They, so oh, having, I forgot about that. Yeah. They're having their pay-per-view hard times to December yeah. 4th. I, uh, I'm trying to be there front row. You guys might see a bury the gimmick sign. That's and amazing. A, and a fat guy throwing out t-shirts to people. <laughs> Shit. I, I have been out of the loop on NWA. So they, uh, I guess I haven't been on it's This is, we've talked about this too. It's like, I hate that I can't go to a channel and watch them or they're not even on YouTube anymore. So fight TV. I I know, but it's, it's so hard to just, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to subscribe just for NWA. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just not. Oh yeah. I Um, understand. But but that's awesome. They got another pay-per-view coming up. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yep. It's a Mick Foley is going to be a special guest appearance there. Is, um, is what's his name? Still got the the belt? Trevor Murdoch. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause I think. BC, we both watched the last NWA pay-per-view, didn't we? I think yeah. we did, yeah. Yep. Uh, and really so, enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. That was an yep. awesome pay-per-view. They're going to have uh, Mickey James is supposed to be there, too. So it's going yeah, to be pretty good, man. NWA's got some good stuff. I'm really hoping they can bring it back on the map, dude, because we, yeah, we it's agree that prestigious. Fully. Back when you think about NWA, you think of you know Ric Flair. 
Yeah. You know, one of the greatest yeah. of all time. He was one of the great, you know, him and Harley Race and all the, the legends of wrestling came from NWA and Smoky Mountain. Yeah. So, and maybe they can, they're, they're trying, man. They really are. And they're putting out a good product. I agree. The pay-per-view was fantastic. And BC knows where I'm going to go with this is the, the titles. I just, I can't get into those, those titles, man. They're just, they're just so trashy. I don't, I know BC is going to be like, Oh, they're historic and all this stuff. But yeah, it doesn't mean you got to repeat them because they're, <laughs> they're not nice. That, that, that the, the tag ones. Oh my God. They're God awful. Like well, at least they're not all the same. Like, oh, like WWE's, they're, they're all. <laughs> that's true, but I mean, like, man, oh uh, man, I, I get I it, just, man. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I, I know that shouldn't matter, and doesn't affect yeah. how I watch it. But which is like, worse? Oh, which is worse in your eyes? Is it the uh, NWA tag titles or the WWE tag titles? <laughs> okay, well, the NWA ones are better than the WWE ones. I'll give you that. Okay, well, I'll give you that. Give you there that. you go. I'll give you that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not completely oblivious to that. <laughs> no, I, listen. I, I'm pulling for. We're we're both pulling for NWA too. But I think we talked about it. NWA and Impact need to step up too, and like mm-hmm. it's not just it's not just AEW that's out there too. Because they need to survive too for everything to yeah. go well, right? So yep. uh, for mm-hmm. sure, we're pulling for them. I honestly, I sent uh, BC a clip uh, the other day. MLW is where I'm. I'm putting. If I if yeah. I had to invest, I'd be putting all my stock in MLW. <laughs> that yeah, that roster and that product. It reminds me of ECW, and that's not in a bad way. Like from a hardcore yep. style, it just reminds yep. me of that that sort of groundswell that they had because they got some big hosses there. They've got they got the lucha stuff. They got some of the technical guys, but man, oh man, Hammerstone and Fatu, and he's not alone. They're they're not alone. They got a ton of guys, and I know BC's been trying to catch it too. But I just happened to to watch their their last two that were on YouTube, mm-hmm. and they were fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. That's I usually just sit down at work and try to pull it up on my phone and watch some of their stuff because I really I, I'm like you I enjoy a lot of theirs yeah I've, I've, I've finally got around to watching the Fatu and Hammerstone uh, match such a good match hey dude I was like such a good match that's what pulled me into MLW because yeah. I listened to y'all's podcast one day you guys talked about it you brought it up and I was like I need to check this out I really need to see what they're talking about and when I did I was like man why is this not more prominent I, like I this know. is fantastic. Two two and, big dudes beating the hell out of yeah, each other. It was fantastic. Fatu is good. <laughs> oh, he's he's really for good. his size. That dude can move. <laughs> it's such a shame because I've heard and um, BC's been in uh, in a lot of these discussions too. So we've talked about this, but I've heard or read or something that the only thing holding Jacob Fatu back is that he's got a criminal record or something, and so yeah. nobody wants to touch him, right? Because mm-hmm. he's had this mistake in the past, whatever. And I'm not diminishing that, but he's seemingly over that and succeeding in, in MLW. And I'm like, you guys are idiots. If you're not going to jump on yeah. this guy, like that's yeah. just dumb. That, like, I, everybody I, I makes think, mistakes, right? Like, I think other promotions could touch him. It's, I think WWE doesn't touch him because they travel worldwide. So he'd have trouble. Getting yeah. Into, true. Enough. Into different true countries enough. with the crew. But why isn't AEW coming? That's, out not, that's either, right? my thought. Why is yeah. AEW or impact or any of those guys going after a guy? guy is phenomenal. He's so yeah. good. Although and it, just, it seems like the MLW crew are MLW loyal. Cause they, I think they see what you're seeing is there's kind of a groundswell. Yeah. They're starting to make a move. So, and correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. So Corp Bauer is the one who is running. Yeah. He yep. came from WWE. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well he did. He did. Um, was he involved with Ring of Honor after leaving WWE? I I don't know the history. I might look it up. But he he has WWE connections, but I think also Ring of Honor connections. But uh, okay. but but what I was gonna say is the reason why it's so appealing to me right now is that it has 
and again, I'm going to take heat for this, but it doesn't have that indie feel like you get in some of these mid majors as they call them. Right. It has a, it has an old school nineties feel to it because these guys are, they, and like I said, they still have their Lucha guys and stuff, but the way they book the show and book the matches and stuff, it's very physical. It's very raw. It's very like edgy. It's, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's good. I really like it. I'm with you on that. I think I, it, to me, it also brings back that same feel of, of the older, the, the stuff that, you know, we all watched in the nineties and the early two thousands, that kind yeah. of stuff. And, and you can, you can feel it watching it. It's like, okay, these guys are, these guys are for real. This yeah. isn't just a, your, your ma's pop-up indie promotion that you actually have. You have guys that are, I'm hoping they can get, you know, to be honest, it reminds me of the early TNA whenever it was NWA total nonstop yep. action. That's yep. what it brings to me. Whenever I first got into TNA and you had those guys, it was, you know, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and and AJ Styles was coming up, and Samoa Joe, and it's that. funny. You, it's yeah, sorry, Mike. It's funny you say that because I think if that was now, I think they would be succeeding much better than they had the oh, chance yeah. to then because there's such a I, I don't know what it is, but everyone salivates for everything that's not WWE right now, right? And mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. The only thing, I, in my opinion, what held them back early was the weekly pay-per-views because that was not a great format, like to, mm-hmm. to buy a pay-per-view every week. But also they just, it was the dead time of the business, right? Because it was like just after the WCW purchase and all that stuff. So I, I, timing is everything, like like we say, but Impact's still mm-hmm. doing okay now. I just want to throw out that I did I did miss miss uh, speak. He's never been involved with Ring of Honor, but he was uh, the signed in 99 to WWE writer for SmackDown, uh, okay. then, went on to, then went on to Raw, and 2002 founded MLW. Okay. And then it closed in 2004, but then he brought it back just whatever, a few years, a couple years ago, I guess. So anyway, I, I'm a big fan of MLW. I want them to do really, really well. Yep. I'm so Mike, it. you mentioned uh, earlier, just talking about your pod. Uh, basically, it's two guys, two wrestling fans shooting the shit about wrestling and yep. kind of yep. not just doing that, but you're, you're, you're taking a funny take on everything. So uh, it's always a fun yep. listen. But were you watching current stuff at the time when you guys decided to do that or were you just when you're saying you guys were chatting wrestling, were you just watching old stuff and you said, ah, let's do a podcast or what, what I guess was the genesis for it for you? So we, um, me and me and Ken both, we, neither of us even knew that the other one watched wrestling until, and we both worked at the same fire department. We were, we went to school together for fire and we'd been friends. Like we talked every day we worked together. We never knew. Like we both knew that we both liked older rock music and liked to watch movies and shit. And we both always wanted to do a podcast. When CM Punk came back and walked into AEW, we both started, like, I, I posted about it on Facebook. He posted about it on Facebook. At work, we started talking about it. And then we started talking wrestling. And then it was like, oh, shit, now we've got something to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk. Because mm-hmm. he he's 10 years older than me. So he grew up watching the WCW, early WCW and later WCW. I grew up watching early w like ruthless aggression yep. and tna like i i was big into tna and so we both kind of talked about what we liked and we're like why don't we do this why don't we get on uh a podcast and ken was like ah, all right whatever man uh, and i got on amazon ordered me a microphone the next day and <laughs> it came in and i was like hey let's do this podcast and we're gonna see where things go and episode one sucked donkey and <laughs> <laughs> like it was terrible and I didn't even want to put it out there. Like, I was like, this is so bad. And Ken's like, no, dude, put it out and see what we get. Let's just see what people like. So we put it out. 
And it was literally right after SummerSlam. We came back, we watched SummerSlam. We were both like, oh, this this sucked. <laughs> so we called it Snooze Slam 2021. <laughs> and, I remember that. <laughs> and it was so bad. The podcast was terrible. My audio was crap. We had no idea what we were doing. Episode two came out awesome. And people were really like, okay, this is good. So we, we literally had like one or two listeners for our first five episodes. And then next thing you know, it took off. We got we got a lot of feedback, and we were like, "Let's keep doing this. Let's keep doing this." And now we're we booked Buff Bagwell, yeah. Buff freaking Bagwell, man. Are you big time? Yeah, not. I wouldn't say we're big time. But <laughs> if if I can book freaking Hulk Hogan, I'm big time. But <laughs> yeah, there you go. I got. You go. I hey man, Buff Bagwell was huge in Japan, so <laughs> maybe I can get some Japanese guys to listen in. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, I'm sure there'll Amazing. be quite a few people listening into that episode. I, I hope so, man. I really do. Um, and it's it's not because I want to boost my ego. It's just because I like, you know, I like I, I want other people to comment and let yeah. me know what they think. I want, you know, I want yeah. I want to bring more people on the show and just talk about wrestling because it's our favorite show was the one where you guys came on and we literally talked for like an hour and forty minutes about nothing but wrestling. And we were just <laughs> like, this is the most fun we've had in a long time, and that's what we want to do. So we've got a couple other guys coming on in December, a couple of my buddies. I got one who's a good friend of mine who he watches all the indie stuff. So he's going to come on and talk about how much he likes NWA and and MLW and Impact and all the good stuff like that. And I'm working on trying to get a guy um, who lives here in Thomaston who puts a production on. He's got a small program he does, and he just had a a production that he did here. And he had uh, Chick Donovan and and Wildfire Tommy Rich on his uh, thing. So. I'm gonna be reaching out to him soon and trying to get him on the show to talk about some old school stuff. So I can't, I can't wait, man. We're having a lot of fun. Yeah, Barry, Barry the gimmick has become something for me and Ken that we didn't expect it to be. <laughs> and, and that, and that, like we were saying earlier, that's all it needs to be, right? I mean, you're you're having fun. That's what it's about, yeah, right? So, it's, uh, so we we're the kind of the same. Like every time we have people on, it's just like it's just you kind of get like obviously I can jabber on for for hours on end, but. Yeah. It's just kind of you get lost in the moment, and then you're like, "Oh shit, we're actually recording this." You know what I mean? Yep. You're just like mm-hmm. you're having a good time. So no, that's that's wicked, awesome. We, excited, excited for that episode. Yeah, we are too. We don't know what we're going to really talk about. We I was gonna, to- well, I was gonna ask you. You mentioned you were gonna, you were thinking about doing it live. What's the plan? Um, we're trying to get it set up to where we can do it. Um, we want to do Twitter, like live on Twitter, but supposedly Twitter won't let you. Like, there's only specific people who can do it right now. Go live on Twitter. So I've been fighting with them about that. <laughs> um, but then I've got we're, – we're set up a YouTube account, but we don't ever post anything on there because I haven't gotten around to it. Ken Ken literally just shows up and talks. I, I, <laughs> he's not here. I do everything for the it's, podcast. It sounds, it sounds like us. <laughs> so, like, so I just haven't gotten around to putting anything on YouTube. But we want to go live on it, whether it be YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, so people can watch and other people can comment and – ask him questions that they want to know and we'll try to get to it. Um, Cause I've already had a bunch of my friends be like, Hey man, you got to ask him this. I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll try. Like, I'll try. <laughs> like, look, man, I'm going to try. I, I, I have a feeling we're going to ask him one question and it's going to lead to an hour long story. And it's going to be like, all right, well, there's the show guy. <laughs> uh, listen, nothing will be bad. No matter how you, no oh, matter man. how it works, oh. it'll always be good. I mean, Wait, that's, pretty, you- that's pretty amazing too, that he like, Gave you the number and said, you know, call me anytime. That's that's pretty yeah. cool. And he saved my number in his phone, too. So, like, I call him. He's like, hey, Mike, what's up? And I'm like, hey, you remember me? 
like, <laughs> you you actually know who I am? Like, maybe I can get a beer with him or something. I was just gonna say you're basically best buds, so now you can just yeah, call him up. And yeah, go, hey, let's yeah. go, let's go, let's go have a let's go have a cold one. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to take him out for a drink or two, man. <laughs> or maybe a massage. He was a massage yeah. therapist at one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also was a male gigolo at one time too, so <laughs> we're not gonna go down that road. <laughs> I have a feeling you are. I think you might. I think you might. <laughs> I told you we was gonna go down to his deep dark past. So oh, that's awesome. We're gonna find out. <laughs> one hour of gigolo stories from Bob. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna find out. Oh, that's great! Oh, uh, is there a specific direction that you see the show going, or anything like that? Like, are you are you looking for, to get more guests like that, or are you just looking? Is that kind of a one off thing for you? What's what's your thoughts on? But it? I've probably sent five hundred DMs in the last like, oh, three months okay. since we started trying to get people on because we want to talk to people and ask them questions. But honestly, we don't really know. We have no idea. We go like a week by week basis of what we're going to talk about. In fact, our next show is going to be. Uh, this week after Survivor Series, uh, we're going to get together and talk about Survivor Series. And yeah. then we're doing the Buff show. And then we have no freaking clue what's coming after that. <laughs> That's just, this is the farthest ahead I've gotten, to be honest, in my calendar. Because it's so hard for me and him to work around schedules and figuring things out that we just go with the flow. Oh, yeah. I mean, because life, right? I mean, you have yeah. to kind yeah, of I've work got, it in. Yeah, i got two kids, and both of them are under five years old. And oh, you – you he's poor got, bastard! I only got one, and I know how hard that is. Yeah, he's got he's got like four kids, so <laughs> with multiple mistresses, he's a, he's a womanizer. <laughs> Ken, oh, Ken, Ken is the buff bagwell of, of the world, man. I, I was swear. I wasn't gonna go there, but I was hoping you would. So. He's the buff bagwell, man. He's Sounds poor, like a Ken's poor guy. The, Ken's the gimmick getting buried tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you guys oh, remember uh, Viscera from back in the day, oh man, yeah, he's, Big Daddy he's, V. Yeah, yeah, he's he's that's the, he's Viscera, man. He's, he's, I actually <laughs> really enjoyed the Big Daddy V oh, incarnation. Yeah. I thought it was cool, but the storyline with him and Trish Stratus was hilarious, man. She was trying. <laughs> was it was it him? Yeah, because she was trying to use him to protect her from Kane, and uh, he was I don't just even trying remember to remember that. Oh man, yeah, he was trying to get he was trying to get laid and she was trying to get protected. <laughs> it was it was like he was creeping around. Oh man, if you can go back and watch Big Daddy V was an awesome, awesome. I liked it, man. I liked I love, it. That's 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 like the essence of my youth. Watching didn't didn't he was he the ECW champion for? I feel like he was high up on the card on ECW, wasn't he? Was oh, Big Daddy v? oh, he probably maybe he wasn't. Was. Maybe he wasn't champion, but I thought they featured him pretty. Uh, yeah, I don't think he yeah. won the belt, but I think he was featured. He was, yeah, yeah he yeah, was featured yeah. pretty frequently. On anyway, Mark Henry <sighs> won the ECW championship. I don't know about you guys, but I think that ECW that that WWE, WWE ECW gets a bad rap because I thought there was some really good stuff that came out yeah. of that. They they used not that the zombie card. shit, but like yeah, everything yeah. else, right? They used that card to really, in my opinion, to put, it was the NXT, yeah, to put yeah. guys up that weren't on the that weren't like the main roster level, like yep. CM Punk and yep. and Mark Henry, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley really got to start in the ECW brand, mm-hmm. and uh, Tess and Tess lot, went down yeah, there and actually Tess, refined yep. his character, right? Yep. He, then John he got Morrison, called. remember John Morrison? Morrison. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. Like there were some. Did you go really by Johnny Nitro back then? Johnny yeah. Nitro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they they no. He was, and then they did the John Morrison gimmick okay. where they turned yeah. him right. to like the right. the rock star guy in yeah. ECW. Yeah. I just and Mark Henry, like you said, BC, like he like um, what's it Kurt Christian? Angle? 
Kurt Angle and Christian. Christian won the title, I think. Like there was some good stuff there. Benoit was uh, sadly featured before everything went down. Like I was, I I was into ECW from them, and I know people shit on it because oh, it's not ECW. No shit. But it was like a cool brand either yeah. way. You know what I mean? A lot a lot of people who shit on it were hardcore ECW loyalists. And they were just pissed off. And they yeah. were pissed because yeah. it wasn't the ECW that was that they know, wanted. Yeah, it wasn't that. But I thought it was it was a good program, man. I really I agree. liked it. So, I, yeah. I was really like kind of well, it did I guess it did turn into the first iteration of NXT, but I was really kind of bummed when they yeah. they kind of switched gears on it. But I think what killed it, what was it? The uh this December to Dismember or whatever, the one where they had the it was a hell in the cell and Paul Heyman got to run it, I guess. And it went like horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the nail in the coffin for the ECW brand. Yeah. Yeah. We also bad, don't forget we also got Gangster McMahon too as the champion. Remember when he had the yeah. D-Rag and he was the champ? Oh my <laughs> shit. I forgot I could, about that. Dude, yeah, I forgot about that one. That was dude, Vince McMahon is 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 as much as people hate the guy, he has been He's a legend. He's dude a legend. is Oh man, I completely <laughs> forgot about the Durag McMahon, dude. <laughs> it's kind of like on one hand, I feel like I'm bummed out that you don't see him as much on TV, but then on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, I get it and why he's made that decision because he's not anything close to what he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. he even looks really old now and stuff. So he's like, yeah. and I've I've read that that's th- he's purposely keeping himself off TV because yeah. he doesn't feel like he represents the old Vince McMahon, right? So yeah. I was just, but he was so awesome. But like, I don't, there was a lot of guys that came through there, like Kevin Thorne. I was a big Kevin Thorne guy. Mm-hmm. I know everybody yep. hated him, mm-hmm. but the I was vamp- a big Kevin. The, the, the vampire yeah. gimmick of Kevin failed, Thorne. Failed Mordecai, then turned into Kevin yeah. Thorne. I thought that was a cool gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like there was so much cool shit. And CM Punk yeah. was, I guess the, the biggest thing that came out of that, I guess. Yeah. Well, probably Lashley, I guess. But uh, anyway, just reminiscent about ECW. That was kind of was yeah. Cool that was it was it was good stuff, man. I, I loved that. Um, that that time period was like whenever I was I was young, young, and that's when I first really got into WWE. And that was probably some of my earliest memories of watching WrestleMania was some of that with yeah. uh, the Umaga yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think what it was. I'm trying to time goes by so quick when you're old like us, Mike, but. Uh, I think it was what 2007, 2008-ish. Is that right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, the the heart of when they were kind yeah. of running with it. I, anyway. Yeah, I, it was, it was uh, 2000. Yeah, it was. I think about 2006, 2007. Yeah, 2006, somewhere around is when it started yeah. the reboot. Or yeah, because because yeah. I was, I mean, I'm I'm thinking I was in the sixth grade. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I follow that because it was like 2006. I was in the sixth grade and seventh. I was in the seventh, so that's how I'm able to remember. Yeah, I'm young. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 were in the eighth grade, so we're, it wasn't too far off. <laughs> I wish. Oh, uh, oh, that's funny. Oh, I uh, so speaking of Johnny Nitro, John Morrison, his recent release. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, we we had a whole kind of oh no, I guess did we talk about this one? I can't remember Not what we talked one. about. No, no, we didn't talk about this one because this one just happened. But so I think BC and I are on the same page. And BC, you give your take because I think you 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 say it really well a lot of times. No, I mean basically, I think we both say the same thing. It's you can't have your cake and eat it too. So you can't be part of the IWC and can bitch and moan and complain about the fact that these guys aren't being used or they're getting hoarded and they're going this or that or the other thing and then complain when they finally do get released from their contract huh? um, and say, oh my God, how can you release that talent? They they could have been world champions. So they were never going to be world champions. They were never yeah. going to be anything on WWE because they didn't have plans for them. Now, yeah. we've covered off the fact that you can complain 
about them being lose, released and losing the job. That's a little bit different. But when you say, yeah. oh, you missed out on this talent. No, they didn't. They just were never going to use the person. I think what they're doing is they're backtracking on all the hoarding that they did of talent back when uh, AEW first cropped up yeah. and they were kind of signing everything. Plus, not just, and I don't think it was just AEW, it was also the fact that they were building the NXT brand and they thought they were going in a different direction. Well, Hunter definitely thought he was going in a different direction than what they were going. But and, we we said before, we kind of like the direction they're going now. Yeah. NXT is now doing what it's supposed to. It's supposed to build up main eventers for WWE, yep. not NXT. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, we nobody is going to say that they should be doing these releases. I think it's bullshit that they call it budget. It's not budget. You're no. a bazillion dollar company. Just you have literally, you have literally $3 billion coming in just from three deals. So don't. Don't give us that shit. It's not about budget. Just be honest and tell them you're trimming fat. Whatever. Yeah. We, like, be realistic. We both work for corporations. We know how it works. That So that, again, people are always going to be like, oh, you don't think? No, we do think it's shitty that they get released. We're just saying be happy about it if you if they weren't getting booked properly. And that's that's the only thing because they are going to get paid for that, thir- that 90 days. We're almost positive about that. So now let them, like, kind of figure out what they're going to do next and then go from there. My other thing about it is, too, it's like, if they're not if they're not being used properly, and we don't know the ins and outs, maybe they've asked, maybe some of these people asked, right? Maybe Morrison was just like, my wife just got released. Maybe that yeah. was sudden, right? Maybe he's just like, you know what? I'm nowhere in the mid card. Yep. I'm just going to go to the mass for my release. They're not going to say that to us, right? They're not going to state that this was asked and this wasn't asked them. So we don't know. I mean, at the yep. end of the day, you don't know. And like, I'm sorry, Drake Maverick having a video pre-produced the day that he gets released. That's a little sketch in my opinion. So I heard, well, people are like, well, he thought he was going to be in the last round. So, but that he didn't know for sure. So he just went out and spent thousands of dollars to have a video ready to go the day he gets released. Like that doesn't, something doesn't add up there to me. Like, so I'm just like, yeah. we don't know the ins and outs either. It's shitty that people get released from the job, but it's also like, it's a business at the end of the day. And like, so you can, yeah. you can on one hand say it's, it's not fair. They shouldn't be doing this. And we can probably agree that don't hire, don't, don't have these contracts. Right. And then to see, and sorry, I'm getting fired up. Cause then I just read Tony Khan trying to bury them for this. Yeah. Tony Khan saying that like, Oh, the, our competition, it's like a short-term thing. When you sign with there, you never know if you're going to be there the next week. Okay, buddy, give me a break. Like this is, this is business at the end of the day. He's put himself in a corner now with saying that that he can never release anybody that hasn't yeah. been there. He he called his whole roster lifers. Are you shitting me? Because you just put your you just backed yourself in such a tight corner mm-hmm. that you you're fucked if you ever think that like this is if this he's is gonna have to eventually he was, release people. Hundred percent, he will. And he was just trying to shit on them for for he was trying to capitalize on the timing. That's it. Yep. And I lost a lot of respect for for Tony Khan when he when I just read that and it was just recently. I was like, you that's a that's a dick move to say that because he yep. knows full well that it's a business and it's a corporation. Mm-hmm. And they're they're still and he he was like, well, we're not the most profitable company. Yeah, you think you're not. You're hemorrhaging money right now to try and make a product, and we get that. That's a strategy, but don't sit there and and try and throw shade on the other company because they're running their business the way they see fit. Like, I just that didn't sit well with me at all. So from a yeah. from a standpoint of the, the talent, it sucks. But from yeah. a wrestling standpoint, it means that. I can go enjoy John Morrison somewhere else doing something. Yeah, fun, right. That, that's, that's, what was, that's, that's what I was going to yeah. add there, Jay. Is that um, I'm actually excited to see yeah. across yeah, the Scarlet, a Morrison, a Taya, hopefully go to Impact and help Impact 
come up yeah. that much farther. Bray Wyatt, we still don't have Bray over yeah. here. Yeah. You talked about NWA. I would love to see some of these talents go to NWA and see NWA yeah. go up that. Like I want to yeah. see MLW. I want to see. I want to. I was just gonna say. I want to see MLW. The more yeah. places that succeed, the more options wrestlers have where they don't feel the requirement to only go to the yeah. WWE. Now, I'm a WWE yeah. fan myself, but I don't want people to feel like that's their only option that, and that they have no choice and that they feel like they got to take abuse for whatever. But mm-hmm. I heard somebody say, um, I forget who it was, but they said, well, don't support WWE anymore because <laughs> the way they treat their employees. But you got to support the wrestlers themselves. Yeah. You know, like That was Taya Valkyrie. Was she, it? Okay. She posted, yeah. Is that? Is that? She actually said that. Wow. She she yeah. come out and said, "Don't support a company who doesn't care about their wrestlers and employees and doesn't care about." Then and, don't buy Nikes and don't and don't yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. buy Apple yeah, exactly. and all this shit because they all do some sketchy things in a corporation. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Where, where's, your, where's your ring gear being made at? Yeah. Is it, yeah. You know, is it American yeah. made or is it you know from that? The, that's disappointing. If she, I, if I wanted to, I wanted to shit on her so bad for saying yeah. that, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stay away from that whole thing. Yeah, but now it. I'm now I'm about to take bets on uh on what he's gonna. Are we gonna see Johnny Impact or Johnny Dynamite or uh, reincarnation of Johnny Mundo? I, I think they're both going back to Impact, to be honest, because I think yeah. Impact is a logical. It makes a lot of sense from both sides. Like Impact loves them, and I don't think they yeah. would have. They didn't want them to leave mm-hmm. anyway, and I think they have built in history there, right? So I think. Yeah. And they can come in together. I, listen, I, I think it's they're going to be fine. I hate the Johnny Impact or Johnny Mundo and all that. I wish he would just. I know he can't do Morrison, but John Hennigan. Yeah, John like I just I don't. I think that's campy and it's kind of played yeah. out. But whatever, he's probably going to go back to that. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking Impact for them. My like fantasy like booking scenario would be that all the like the big Haas guys go to MLW because they're starting to hoard some of those guys like Hammerstone and Fatu and. Um, they got this young kid, Jacob. Um, uh, I forget his holiday or something like that. He's a big dude. They got the guy that's in contra, the seven footer guy, and like mm-hmm. he, like I want to see all the big hosses go there, and and I don't even want to see them go to AEW because I don't think they use. I'm not. I'm sorry, boys. I'm gonna take some heat for this, but watching Billy Gunn having to sell for Darby Allen on Rampage, uh, I almost had to turn it off. I, I'm not gonna lie. I just at one point there was a the the spot, and I'm. Listen, I'm growing on Derby. I do respect anybody that goes in that ring and does what they do. But there was this corner, the, the, you know that move where, I don't know, Mike, if you watch a lot of them, but the, he goes from the top rope or second rope and he does sort of like a, he got, he flips into a stunner, essentially. So the guy yeah, has to like, he goes over the guy into a stunner. He, Billy Gunn almost couldn't get low enough when he bent down. He was that low. And it just, mm. it looked horrible. And I'm like, yeah. this is why you need to have some guys of some size on your roster because it was it was really hard to watch that match and Darby goes over obviously and it, it like it was a kind of a weird finish where he hit two coffin drops on him but Billy almost like looked like he was going to kick out of the second one and it was just like it's just he not no sell that first coffin drop yeah. yes a hundred percent he no sold the crap out the of shit it. out of it and almost no sell sold the second one too I was yeah. just like I don't know but, that 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 was and I hate giving BC credit for this but that was almost the like that, whatever that saying is, that like really turning point for me that, that almost gets on his bandwagon. I'm like, I miss the old steroid era, man. I miss Yeah, that. man. Like, yeah. The, the Batista's. Like, uh, and just, it the, really Back when sucked. Triple H was a jacked up dude. Yeah, test. Yeah. And you all don't that. notice yeah. it as much when it's Darby and MGF-ish or it's Darby and insert and Daniel Garcia or whatever, but it's like, <laughs> he looked like a child in there with Billy Gunn and I was like, but, this is, not, and I'm going to take shit for this and I get it, yeah. but I'm no, not I'm, saying Darby. Yeah, I'll take sucks. shit with you. 
I'm not saying Darby Allen sucks. I'm just saying I didn't like watching it. That's all. I, okay, so first, let's talk about how great Billy Gunn looks for being 58 oh, years phenomenal. old. I mean, holy crap. Yeah. He looks better, better now than his than kids. He, <laughs> dude, dude looks better now than he did when he when he was in DX, in my opinion. Yeah, he just, agreed. Looked, he just agreed. looks like an older man, but dude, but I can't take Darby Allen serious and the co- I can't take the coffin drop serious. Uh, it's it's a trust fall off the rope. Like I I can't <laughs> do it. it. <laughs> like I just cannot do it, man. So I I will say this. When, sorry to interrupt, but it kind of goes to your point. I'm with you on the coffin drop. Now there is times where he slingshots himself. Like he does that, that suicide dive where I swear to fuck, he's going like 150 miles an hour. Like he, he shoots himself at that person. Like that's on mm-hmm. the inside. The coffin drops, not the same. It doesn't have the same yeah. velocity. that. that yeah. Does. I, I'm with you. I just can't get into it. Now I, I've started, I'm getting into more AEW. I'm watching more of it and I'm seeing guys, the younger talent they have guys like that, that I'm really enjoying. I'm, I'm really liking Sammy Guevara. Um, I, you know, that I, I wasn't too much familiar with like the Lucha Bros. They're not really young talent, but no. I really enjoy some of their stuff. But I'm with you on the big guys, man. I they they don't use big guys in AEW, man. All their so stuff, I was just gonna say. So piggybacking off that point, I'm with you. I like them, but would you say that you want to see those guys that you just mentioned, Sammy Guevara, who I do love independently, and the Lucha Brothers put on good shows? Would you want to see them in there against a Brock Lesnar, against a Bobby Lashley, or against a? I don't. I would argue you wouldn't no, because it's going to no. look so out of place, and we're getting so far off this track now. And I was really not on this train for a while. And first, go through the catalog. Probably the first half of the episodes that we did, I was kind of not on BC's train with this. But I don't know. It's starting to really be. I'm. It's, I'm starting to really sort of feel nostalgic for that. Yeah. Uh, that that big boy era. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, and, and people Keith, are gonna be like, "Oh, Keith you Lee hate bringing it back, these. man." Yeah, but people are gonna be like, "Oh, you hate the little guys." No, I don't at all. But it's like it they has have to their make place. Sense. Yes, it has to make sense. Well, here yeah, you, mentioned, you, know, you mentioned Keith Lee. Sorry, Mike, but you mentioned Keith Lee for the longest time. It, it wasn't until this Bearcat Lee gimmick that they were put on him that was the first time I saw him actually use his size correctly. <laughs> like when <laughs> I watched him, I just could not get into him because he was doing moonsaults and flippies and this and that yeah. and the other thing yeah. i'm like you're a big badass dude just crush people and that's what yeah. he did with that bear kick and when i watched him I, I think i texted you jay and i said like the when the first time i saw him it was just like whatever it was it was that scoop power slam that he did on somebody it was just vicious yeah. looking and it's like that's all you gotta do that's and that's not to do. say that that shit isn't impressive when he's doing moonsaults and stuff but it's like, impressive but i don't want to see it we know? don't want to see it we want to see you beat somebody's ass that's what we want to see yeah. same with yeah. die 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 joke or whatever the hell his name was <laughs> it was now mace or t-bar or whatever yeah. he yeah. would do yeah. a lot of that flippy stuff too and i'm like you're dude you're almost seven feet like just yeah. just beat somebody yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's great it's great to see him do that stuff because it's like yeah. holy shit you're super three hundred something pounds and you can do yeah. that I can't do that and I'm a fat <laughs> yeah. son of a bitch I can barely climb into my truck but <laughs> like <laughs> like but I I want to see you power power bomb somebody yeah. off the top rope or something and yeah, just beat the shit out same, of them. same as Willie Mack Willie Mack's the same guy like he can do all that athletic mm-hmm. shit and it's super impressive but like one it it feeds into it. And we've talked about this a little bit. It feeds into the to do all that stuff. You kind of got to no sell a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? You can't yeah. have a lot of selling in a match when you're doing moon salts and three sixties and all that shit yeah. because it's hard to sell. 
it's hard to, or it's not hard to sell. It's hard to put a psychology around that. Yeah. But if you just, if you're just a enforcer type brawler guy who uses his size and, and that, that people are gonna be like, well, you can still use cool, cool moves. It doesn't mean you don't have to like have a cool move set. You don't have to be five moves to doom scene or whatever, but like you can still have an entertaining match to just keep it ground based. Cause you're that you're a thick dude. Nobody could pick you realistically. Nobody could pick you up, but you're going up to the top rope and been doing it for them. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it psychology wise doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I haven't seen a good spine buster in a long time. And so point. So like, point. like who you, you just don't see that anymore. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's going away or if it's just what, not what I don't know. I, I, th- I well, we, we've t- maybe touched on this a little bit. And it's, again, it's not to diminish or um, sort of degrade the indie style, but I think it's because guys want to get the pop, right? They, mm. a guy doing a spine buster doesn't get the holy shits or this is awesome or fight forever chance, right? It just doesn't happen. A guy doing 18 flips off the ropes will. So it's, I think it's self-serving a lot of it, right? Yeah. My argument comes in is if you do it right, you'll get the pop. Aaron Anderson used to get a pop when he throws a spine buster on somebody because he did it so yeah. well that it, it looked like it hurt. Batista used to get a pop when he do a spine buster. Yeah. You know? So it just depends yeah. on who's doing it. But if the guy that's getting it done to them is doing a kip up immediately after, then that kills. Yeah. No, you can, well, look at MJF's, uh, what was it? The second rope tombstone that a guy kicked out of. So that didn't yeah. get a pop because it, who cares? It's, it's just yeah. used. But anyways, Mike, what did you guys, like, what was your guys' thoughts on the releases? Um, I haven't, me and Ken didn't really talk much about it. Um, but me personally, it's like, it sucks. You know, it, it really does because I was looking forward to seeing Keith Lee with the Bearcat gimmick and, and yeah. um, you know, like John Morrison wasn't doing anything. You know, I'd honestly forgot he was on WWE television until he'd show up every now and then and talk about how drippy he was. And I just, <laughs> every time he did it, I was like, ah, get off my yeah. TV. Like, yeah. just get get off my TV. I can't, yeah. I can't see this anymore. And and it's like, okay, I, I didn't really feel it. And I was like, ah, oh, it sucks for him. But it doesn't suck for us because he's going to go somewhere where he's going to be utilized. Yeah. You're going to get to see that this guy is still super athletic and super talented. And he can be used right somewhere like Impact or, yeah. or MLW, some places like that, who can use the guy and use his talents wisely. But, you know, I just – I'm hoping, you know, WWE's roster is getting a little thin I just don't want to see the same storyline consistently. That's that's just where I'm at. Yeah, listen, I think, and we're with you on that. Like, people are going to be like, "Oh, you're such a fan. no." We we've, we've been super critical of the product too, but it doesn't mean that some of these releases don't make sense for their business, right? That's all we're saying. So, like, you can separate the business end of the product or the business end of stuff for me because I, some of it doesn't make any sense for the product because they literally just drafted Hit Row and now they're gone. And now they're from gone. My, yeah. From my understanding is. Nick Khan, uh, he's not the CFO, maybe he's the CFO, but he's president, but he has full autonomy. He doesn't have to run things by creative or the, the the creative side of the business before he makes these decisions. So if that's the case, he's doing it strictly based on financial. And you can see that with some of the some of the people they release mid-push. You know what I mean? Like literally mid-push. BC just brought it up. Bearcat, like Keith Lee was in the middle of a gigantic push. You could feel it. Yeah. You could easily feel it. He's got the new look, the new, uh, the new attitude, the new Tron. They were sh- they were shoving it down our throats on Raw. Like you couldn't like Corey was just like all over. So clearly that same week they were doing that. That was not a that was not a creative decision. That was that was true. Now the hit row stuff, maybe I've heard some rumblings that top dollar pissed somebody off. And maybe Vince was like, We're not gonna do anything with the whole faction. So they're all gone, kind of I don't know. But it 
it's business side of things. Now the product needs to get better in a lot of areas around like some of the the booking and they refuse to enhance the mid card, which is silly because that's your, that's your future main eventer. So, yep. so we're not, not critical of WWE. It's just, let's make our criticism fair. Right. I mean, they're allowed to do the business end of things. It sucks for those human beings that lose their job, but we're pretty certain that they're going to get hired somewhere else. Right. So, I mean, it's yep. not like they have to go on unemployment. Do you guys have unemployment insurance? I don't know if you do, but it's not like you got to go on unemployment insurance and collect a, a free check for a, for a few months. You know what I mean? Like, no, we have, gonna, we have, uh, we have welfare. Like <laughs> well, that. same, same idea. Um, I'm, I'm with you, but then you look and you look at their rosters and you pull up the SmackDown roster, for example. If you look at it, you go, okay, who can challenge Roman Reigns right now for that title? Who can you put in a storyline and build up for WrestleMania? The only person that you can see is Drew McIntyre. That's the only person you can pull up on the roster right now that could viably be the guy. And it's like, okay, how many matches can they have from here to then over the title? Uh- I would agree with that on paper, but they're the last two or three weeks with Woods, man, I'm into it. And I'm not I, a big, I'm I not a big Woods fan. That. I'm not a big Woods fan. And I've been on the record saying that, but I am into this. And, and that promo we had on Friday where I, I know it's acting, but Woods had that tear kind of coming down his eye as he was destroying his, his King shit. Like that was some good stuff. That was good yeah. television. And yeah. I'm into that. If they go, it's not going to, I don't think it'll last till mania. Cause I think they're setting up a Brock Roman mania. I think is probably, we were all probably, that, that probably makes sense, but I'm into this Woods thing, man. And and who knows where it goes from here? But that, so that I'm with is you my on favorite storyline right now yeah. in in wrestling is that Woods Roman. It was so good line. on Friday. I'm 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 with that 100. percent Every other storyline right now, I don't really care about. <laughs> like, well, and just, and that and that goes exactly to my point around the mid card. They have to focus on the mid card more, and they just they don't give two shits about the mid card. I mean, right? your mid card title holders are fantastic. Damian Priest. It's great. Yeah. Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura. Great. What are they doing? Nothing. Well, I was just going to say, when's the last time Priest had anything of significance? Now, they went and tweaked his character a bit. I don't know. The only thing I would say about the releases, and somebody had, a, I was listening to somebody else and had a good point. What it doesn't allow is for you to get a refreshed and fresh mid card. If you're just yeah. always going to release these guys who you don't really give a chance to, to flesh out your mid card. You're just seeing Cesaro's and Rude's, and I'm not saying I want to see those guys go, but like you're getting the same mid card over and over and over again. So that's the only yeah. that's the only thing I would say to that. But okay, so you said Bobby Rude. Now I'm a big, you know, Bobby Rude was beer. He was money, your TNA man. boy, man. Yeah. God Almighty, dude! If they give him a run, I'm I'm with it. I want to see it. Just give him just give him the U.S. title. Let him run with it. I don't. Care. I agree. I think that the, we jumped. The, I think we jumped the shark on that one, though. I don't think he's getting anything. I don't think. Forward. I I think I think he's. I I would not be surprised if he's coming up on a release. The only reason I'd say I don't think so is because he Dolph is untouchable, and I think he's probably got everybody's like he's probably in there with Dolph. So yeah. I think that yeah. Now, but I don't know anything really. So freaking Bobby Roode was the Triple H of TNA for freaking almost Agreed. fifteen years. Agreed. Your money was so good. Um, I mean, I, I put it on Twitter the other day. If you go back and watch, they had a, a best of five match yeah. series with uh, the Motor City Machine yeah. Guns. Really good, dude. That you go back and watch those. That's that's the best tag team wrestling you can watch. So why do why don't you why do you think that James Storm has not had his breakthrough yet like he had a cup of coffee run in nxt but why do you think storm has not been looked at by either AEW or wwe right now i don't know um because I, I, I i actually liked him more than rude in the two. i, I like james storms a lot you know james storm was also in uh wasn't he in aces and eights with Bully uh, Ray? well no he started out in um 
with Wildcat Chris Harris, they were uh, America's Most Wanted. Yeah, but I, I, was he? I, I don't think he was he an ACC. He might have been. No, uh, he, he wasn't a member. Of he I don't was think not so. an Aces and Aces. Okay, he um, was. A, I, he was like the TNA side that was against Aces and Aces. Right. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Another yeah. another storyline that TNA kind of screwed up because I was really into Aces and Aces. I thought that was yeah. it was really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I was I was down for that too. Um, I don't know, man. I really that's when he showed up and in NXT, I was excited. I was like, okay, they can do something yeah. with this guy. This guy can he he can go. He can really. And then he did nothing, and, and he's. You know he's he's not really doing anything. I've reached out to him, tried to get him on the show, and I haven't heard uh, anything. So. Is he, uh, BC? He's pretty active in uh, NWA, right? Is he still? He's uh, he's been doing. He's on their roster, I think. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, he's, he's doing some show. NWA stuff, but not not not, not full time. Yeah, yeah, he's not full time anywhere. I think he. I actually think he might still be with TNA on a contract, but. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think he came back recently, didn't he? To do yeah, and I have to check it out. But you yeah. know, if I, so, and this might not be true, but I, I had read that uh, AJ Styles, who debuted, I think, at the Rumble after Storm had kind of already had a cup mm-hmm. of coffee, or vice versa. I don't remember. But AJ is using, I think, I guess that that entrance music was was supposed to be for Storm. That's uh, really, yeah. Apparently, that was supposed to be Storm's entrance music. Really? Wow. Which is, it's funny how that works out, right? Because it's such an iconic song now for mm-hmm. AJ. Yep. But yep. I don't know if that's true or not. I might just be throwing bullshit out there, but I, that's what I read. So it's, it's a rumor. It's on the rumor mill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you will. I wish they'd do more with AJ Styles. I mean, I, I hate seeing him not in the world title picture because he's. he's I agree, but I think. Literally I, the most talented wrestler on their I roster. think that might be his doing though, man. I've read some stuff in an interview and it was quoted quoting him, but where he said he's totally fine to put guys over. And at this point in his career, he's, he, he doesn't need to be in the main event and it's kind of commendable too. Cause the guy can still go, but yeah, I w- I'm with you. He should be at the top of the card, but I think that might even be his, his sort of yeah. reference that he doesn't want to want to be there. Another Georgia boy. Yeah. yeah. What a run that, what a career that when you look back at that guy's career, what a, Ups and downs, but what a career that's going to end up being. Eh? Had he had he went to WWE ten years ago, we'd be talking about him as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. We, yeah, we are, uh, well, we still are. Pause but, that. I will throw this at you. If he goes to WWE ten years ago, I don't think he gets over because the WWE, the AJ Styles ten years ago is not the AJ Styles now, right? Yeah, I'm going to argue that the, the the when AJ left and went to Japan, that's what got him. That's what got him the WWE job. I, I can see that. I'm just. I might just be a huge. Like, <laughs> I was. Huge. I was fully appreciating that you might come back on that because I, yeah. I get the sense of you're a big fan. He, he oh, was awesome man. in TNA. I'm not saying he wasn't, but I don't think he was WWE like mold. You know what he I mean? Was, Ten years. I, to be honest, I was surprised when he came to WWE. Agreed. He yeah. was never a WWE guy that you could see. Like you weren't going to see Vince McMahon didn't like that kind of wrestler. He's you know it. If you look back in history, ten years ago, like I said, I, I could say that right now. Ten years ago, he goes to WWE. He probably falls out yeah. in five years, and now we're talking about him being like John Morrison right now. Yeah, but no, I, yeah, I agree. Because Vince McMahon would would have rather had Batista, Edge, Test, guys like that out there instead of AJ Styles. Even though AJ Styles is the better wrestler, he's he's amazing in the ring. But and I'm, and I hate giving BC credit again. But it goes back to his point. The reason why he's lasted now is because he evolved his character. He he mm-hmm. he became awesome on the mic. He had more than just the in-ring guy, and he's amazing. He might be the best right now and maybe one of the best to do it. 
but he kind of he had a different edge to him. He was better on the mic. He had the promos going. He had the Bullet Club stuff. Yeah, he the showed, Bullet Club he, was fantastic. He showed and he proved that he had a character, right? And mm-hmm. I think I hate admitting it, but BC always brings up the character stuff, and it's like it's becoming very clear to me now that I actually do prefer a guy that's more well-rounded out and just not who just as much as I love a guy, two guys going at it in the ring for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I now do realize that I need to have some investment in that character beforehand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So do you think he was a Vince hire or a triple H hire? Oh, I think he's Vince because he goes right to rumble debuts. Right. I don't, yeah. uh, that's my opinion only, yeah. but yeah, I, I actually thought that too. You know, I think triple H probably went to bat for him. Like, Hey, we need to get this guy in. He's probably, money. yeah. he's, you know, he skipped. He's, the, he's literally the only person that went from, Japan or the Indies to the main roster immediately. Yep. You know, you see Finn Balor. Finn Balor could have done it, but they brought him in. He went so to Joe didn't do it. Kevin Owens didn't Joe, do yep. it. None exactly. Of, none of those guys did it. Yeah. No, exactly. that, and that's why I think he was a Vince guy because as much as we think Vince doesn't pay attention to everybody else, I think he does. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't, he just plays it off. Mm-hmm. But he would have known that AJ had this really good run in, in, in Japan, right? I would think. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Yeah. But, but maybe Trips did go to bat for him. Yeah. Mike, you mentioned earlier Survivor Series, which obviously that's happening tonight. We're going to try not to keep you too long so that you can actually watch it in case you want to either review it on one of your episodes. Or yeah, yeah we're actually, it. we're <laughs> most likely we're going to have, we're going to probably shit all over it. Yeah. But, um, cause that's, that's what we're good at. You know, yeah. people don't like to hear like, yeah, hey, you know, the match was good. To be fair, it's, like, it's not a very solid card. This match was freaking terrible. This yeah, match yeah. was freaking terrible from the start. That's what people want to hear from us. But no, we're gonna watch it. Um, if I don't get to watch it tonight, I'll watch. I'll watch it tomorrow. You guys had a fun episode though. Your last yeah. episode, where you, yeah, man. Where you did your uh, your top Survivor Series teams of all yes, time? Sir. I yes, sir. I love that. I love that yeah. idea. So, uh, do you want to? Can you recall the the both teams for our, our audience? Um, okay, let me let me try to do this offhand. I got <laughs> I, I got my phone turned off. Let me try. All right, so my team was. Um, Triple H. I yeah. so basically the way I did it, I went about it a different way than Ken. I went about it, I wanted to pull the guys from a year, mm-hmm. the best years of their career. I wanted to pull them from a prime years. So I pulled 2002 Triple H through like 07. You know, he come back from his quadricep injury yeah. and became went heel, and it was that was it, man. He went from being that funny guy in DX to being the game Triple H and the yeah. best wrestler on the on TV. The pop, years. the night, the night he came back, that pop was oh yeah, insane. Dude. and he came back insane. jacked, man. Yeah, yeah, he with was the, huge with the, with the jean jacket, leather jacket yeah. combo, uh-huh. which is badass, right? Like that, he, that looked dude, amazing. Tri- Triple H is one of the most badass wrestlers of all time. One hundred percent agree. So, and I, I, dude, I love Triple H. Uh, Me too. And then I, so then I went two thousand one to like 06, Kurt Angle. Um, he's also being known now in the uh, in the in the internet worlds of like you'll see him on comments on TikTok and stuff. They call him Perk Angle because you know he's on Percocets. They're like, "Oh, the best times was Perk Angle." It's it's funny to see. I just think it's hilarious. But I had a 2001 Kurt Angle, and uh, and then I went to '89 uh, Ric Flair. When he, he swerved was, Ken you know, on that one too, I think. He yeah, yeah, he was he not expecting him. that. He was not. I told him, man, I was like, we kept it separate, so we didn't want each other to know until we did it. But I told him, I said, "My solicit is going to surprise the shit out of you, boss." And I had '94 Bret Hart and uh, 2012 CM Punk. That was my list. And so a lot of people didn't like that, but whatever, man. I think those are some of the greatest wrestlers of all time in their time, in their period, man. And then he had uh, – he didn't go by years. He just had – same as me, he had Bret Hart, Triple H. Then he had Mick Foley, 
and uh, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold and Steve Austin. That was his list. He had he had he had five of the greatest wrestlers. The solid of all time. list. Yeah. And I really had a hard time competing. Even I'm sitting back going, "Yeah, I didn't win this one." He beat me. <laughs> and, and I think it was correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Ken who took the approach of like. Thinking about it from a survivor standpoint, like who could yeah. go because yeah. he he omitted people that he didn't think would actually be able to last, like yeah. if yeah. they were the final survivor, which is a cool strategy too. Yeah, his strategy was that he wanted to get guys who go the distance, i.e. Mick Foley, who yeah. could, who's probably taken more hard, the, the hardest bumps in wrestling history. You know, I don't I don't see anybody else taking those bumps. Maybe Shane McMahon or some of the ECW guys, but yeah, I mean. I, yeah, the, I the only the only not- way Andre is getting on one of those teams is if he's out early, which he he did right. I think yeah. he, what, he did go out early in a couple of Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. BC? And like yeah. the no, first he was, he was the final Survivor in the was very he? first Survivor Series. Yeah. Oh, okay. He might have right. had a My grand bad. total of My 30 bad. seconds of ring time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Jay, do, do we want to take a crack at doing our own Survivor oh, Series? Oh, man. Things? I knew you were going to put me on the spot. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you want I me got, to go I first? Got, I got some in mind if if, if you. Um, okay, you, you go and I'll. Give you a time to think about it. Kind of this on you, but. You did, yeah. Here's where I'm going. Old school and. Quasi old school, but I'm going uh, Hogan, and you can you can take any era for Hogan, but uh, I think uh, just to make it fun, I'll go with uh, NWO Hogan, Hollywood Hogan. Okay, yeah, I'll go with Macho Man Savage from the 1986-87 era, the IC title oh, Macho yeah. Man Savage. Um, I'm going to Austin, and we'll go with the basically his '96 onward run for for the team. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, Triple H. I'll go with Triple. H. I'll go with the same years you went with because I love that era of Triple H. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with Brett from '97. I still that's think a- that's one of the greatest years of anybody's oh, yeah. career is the '97 Bret Hart run. Yeah, that's um, my that's team. A, that's a Hogan, good team, Savage, man. Austin, Triple H, and Brett. I love wow. that. That's yeah, good that's team. that's good. That's good. Okay, I'm just got, uh, well, I'm just finishing some notes here, so I'll, I'll wing it as I go. So I'll I'll follow suit and, and do the uh, the years too, I guess. So I've got um, first on my list would be Brock, early Brock, like first run Brock. I really loved. I, I love him now too. He's kind of come back, but the 2002 2003 Brock, I uh, enjoy that. Um, big dude, here uh, comes I, the pain. Era there you Brock go, Lesnar. He was, and I, dude, Brock Lesnar was so talented in his early age. Oh, oh, geez. What do we got going on here? going on here? Who, who is somebody calling you again? Somebody's calling me. So, oh, it's, it's oh, the machine Jesus. again. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Just give me one second, Mike. Sorry. He picks, he picks the right time every time. Seriously. He? Hey, seriously. <laughs> what the hell? This guy, man, the nerve on this guy. Recording. This guy, man. It's the Barry Guinness guy. Thinks he's in the center of the wrestling universe in Winnipeg, apparently. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just one second. Just one second. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. The timing's impeccable. As oh my god, it's, it's the nerve! Seems to be when you're doing your, you're doing your gimmick, but I don't know. But <sighs> uh, I've got Wrestling Machine on the line again. He's he's calling in. He's he's pretty excited. He had something come up that he really wanted to share with us, and he wanted to come on the show. Uh, I know, Mike. This is your episode and i don't want to interrupt but do you mind if you i know it's you've probably good. seen you've seen machine on the uh, twitter uh yeah, imagine, yeah. and seen some of yeah. his posts he's got some good stuff definitely but, uh, definitely yeah so we'll we're gonna bring him on here if that's okay so machine are you there i'm here man okay well listen machine we've got mike from bury the gimmick i'm sure you're familiar with their uh outstanding award-winning podcast that they do on a regular basis 
Absolutely. And you know what? It's such a great name too. Like uh, when I used to travel years ago on the road, I mean, we lived to bury my gimmick. <laughs> you know, you're not going to cut that out. I think Jay just got what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. I would tell every, you know, you go to the bar, hey, how's it going? You want My finishing move is bury my gimmick, you know? Oh, Amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, uh, so you said you, you, you gave me a call here. Uh, you had another thing that you wanted to share with us. You just, yeah, you this is so exciting. Now. I figured if anything, like, why not with all the wrestling guys, I just ordered a new championship belt. So I'm just oh, going to cool. do a, an unboxing. I just, I, I, I opened it. So wait, we didn't have to go. Wait, an, an unboxing. This, yeah, this is, we're, we're not on video. What, what do you mean? An listen, unboxing? Jay, Jay, it, if I wanted your thought on this, I'd give it to you, okay? Oh, jeez. Like, what, what are we doing? I know BC is excited. What are we doing here? I, mean, I am super excited about what, this. What yeah, is going on here? Okay, you know, let, let, Jay, Jay, I, I, I don't think anybody came and pulled the string on your back to talk while you're on my segment here. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm pretty sure you called into our show. But, no, I called know. BC Listen. because, you know... <laughs> He's all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is his fault. Exactly. Yeah, so all right. All right. Make it. Make it quick. Make it quick. Look at this. Oh, that's it. Why I heard, if I had a nickel for every time I heard them. When you're bearing your gimmick, oh, right? So, what? When you're bearing your gimmick, that's what you also. Yeah, hear. when I'm bearing my gimmick, I gotta make it quick. <laughs> so here, here you go. This is the Ooh, unboxing wow. right live. And, wow. Uh, well, we can't actually see it because you. Oh, just imagine it, phone, buddy. But... It's gorgeous. <laughs> Okay, it, we'll it take your word for it. Imagine. We'll take it. We'll take your word for it. I'm gonna lie, like uh, this is uh, this is unusual. It is oh, shiny. Yeah. It is shiny. It's United States title, the WCW. Yeah, version. see, yeah, circa Beautiful. the Austin era. I guess uh, that would be who. Yeah, would Austin, Scott Hall. Yeah, uh, yeah, Vader. You know, they all wore that one. Anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much it. And you know what? I was gonna tell you a story about the time I met Bobby Heenan. Uh, when I was at the Re World Wrestling Federation at the time, right uh, down there, and uh, and Shane McMahon was my driver, believe it or not. Ooh, wow! Yeah, yeah. that sounds, so that sounds a, interesting. That's what they call a tease. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Jay, are you okay with them telling the story? Or a bit? Of a uh, listen, here? well, listen. I think we uh, we're mid interview here. Maybe we can take a rain check on that. Okay. Well, wow. I can't Jeez. believe you just said that. I know. That's a former guest, man. Well, a, no, listen. The heel I'm, turn continues. The heel well, turn you, continues. hey, you know what? You just said it. Former guest. That's yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, hold on. Hold I'm, on. Like, before we get, uh, yeah, let, let's get, not go that far. How about this? We've got, uh, what, one more episode that we got to record for November. That's with Aaron from yeah. Wrestling Ball Wooldridge. What if we make you the first episode of December? So it was a November to remember. Now it's going to be a December to dismember. Dismember. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I know who I'm going to dismember. Exactly. So what do you think? Should we get you on for that? And I know you got a ton of stories left. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll come on anytime, man. You know, right. just let me know when let me know when Jay is sick and I'll be there. Yeah, listen. Listen, maybe maybe just a little advance notice, that's all. So we we uh Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I thought advance was calling. I have called this play, don't I? I know. Yeah. Prima Donna here. He just he, he loves his important points to get through uninterrupted. Wow, yeah, I see that. Okay, well, listen, guys. Hey, thanks for letting me butt in. Um thanks. yeah. On your interview. These guys are great. Uh you know, I, I love uh, hearing their stuff too. So um if they want me on their podcast, 
uh, you'll have to pay commissions to BC. Perfect. That's a, that's okay, a boys. Take that's care, why, man. That's yeah. why he's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> All Next good, time. man. All good. Later, boys. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Once again, Wrestling Machine with a interesting uh, run-in yeah. for us. So uh, uh, oh, I'm starting to get a, I'm starting to get a little tired of this, man. I honestly. know you are. You're getting a lot tired of this. But this is a little heat, man. I'm trying to keep You're the peace to... around yeah. here. So uh, you know, Jay, I'm sorry, man. But we'll we'll have him on the show in December, and that'll clear the air for us. That, that show in December is going to have to culminate in a in a, in a match. Yeah. It might be held no in the cell. Might be no, held in the cell or something. No holds barred. Yeah. I know. I've seen uh, I've seen the pictures of Machine. Tonight with Jay's the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really want. I don't like my odds in that. Uh, oh, that yeah, fight, that's funny. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna challenge. So, him. Jay, before you were so rudely interrupted, you were about to. Do oh my this, god. Like, oh man, I don't even. I'm so flustered. I don't even know where I was, but. Uh, uh, I think I think I I think I was talking about uh, here come as Mike elegantly put it here comes the here pain comes Brock the pain. Yeah. that's uh, that's definitely my favorite Brock not because just not just because he's wearing trunks but uh, he was actually pretty badass. Dude, uh, he come in and roll his shoulders. <laughs> oh man, everything man, about it. The Heyman traps. Stuff. Oh, the, de- the debut when he just he bull rushes the ring and, mm-hmm. uh, and on Raw right and I, who did he f I forget who it was but like you're like who the hell is this kid? Yeah. He's huge, man. Yeah, and like, then he just f five somebody, which you didn't even know what the hell that move was. But mm. that was I. Re- I vividly remember that 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 uh, rock. Who did so, he do that to? Jeff it was somebody Hardy. big. Jeff, Jeff Hardy. That's what it was, yeah. right? Yeah, it was yeah, Jeff Hardy. Call. So he's definitely on my list. Uh, as I was saying to you guys earlier uh, on Twitter, Mike uh, Rock Attitude Era. Give me all that because uh, yeah. huge fan. I didn't love when he came back and did the heel stuff after he left and did a couple movies and then. Yeah. They kind of had that like really weird helicopter fly-in video and all that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> I still love them. But uh, so Rock would be on there again. I know we talked about it, Triple H. Any era for me for Triple H, huge, excluding the DX, the rehashed DX with just him and Michaels and whatever year that was. I thought that was really. Bad. You said whatever year, so terrorizing. Will that yeah. be? <laughs> <laughs> give me terrorizing too. I even like Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Like, give me the early, all of it. The early give me all days of, it. of Triple H. I even was... like the thirty second squash from Warrior Hunter. Uh, so, so yeah, Triple H is on there. And then um, I don't know, man. It's so hard to pick. Like, I've, I, I'm really just going with favorites on this one. So I, I'm an AJ guy. So I'm going to go AJ Styles on that. I think uh, he deserves to be there for his mm-hmm. for his run. And then. Ah oh, man, I don't know who would wrap my team up and my sole survivor would be probably go with oh who would I go with? I throw it back. I, I really love Edge and I know he's not gonna be everybody's favorite, like favorite guy, but I just the the whole rated R superstar stuff, yeah. the stuff he's doing now, he was really innovative like uh, it was the first time when he was working with Cena through that stretch there, they had a really long run where they were working together in that sort of um going back and forth. Uh, I thought he did. He, I thought he brought the best out of Cena as well on that. As much as I hated, he couldn't go over on Cena. Like he, they had some great matches. I just am a big Edge guy, and I think he's he's even better right now. He looks in phenomenal shape yeah. and doing that whole run. So I'm going to say Edge just to keep it uh, Canadian on that one. Edge is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. So yeah, I, uh, he's great, great worker, great great character, great promo guy. Like he's got it all. Great right? person and, outside of wrestling. Agreed, and, and he kind of over because he was the biggest guy. So he in an era where he was really kind of smallish, he kind mm-hmm. of overcame that too, right? And I think that's yep. commendable too. Which is yep. kind of hilarious going back to your conversation about Billy Gunn. 
Now yeah. he looks like a huge oh, guy. I know. <laughs> so that goes to show you how big the guys were, right? And, and I was going to say this when we were talking about Billy Gunn. Remember when Billy Gunn was in his prime in DX and New Age Outlaw? He didn't look big. He didn't look like the biggest guy in the ring, right? No. And that that's telling right there because he hasn't he hasn't got smaller. <laughs> if anything, he's well, he might have. I think he slimmed down a little bit. If anything, right? As much as the tall, the height thing shouldn't matter, it kind of does when like when you got guys that are six one, six two, right? Like it yeah. does sort of. It's pretty telling. Anyway, it's it's I don't know. It's it sucks we even have to talk with that because I don't like to say like. Anybody should follow the dream in this business. Like I, I'm envious of anybody who gets in there and does what they do and and respect the hell yeah. out of it. But but I can't also just ignore the fact that some of these guys look out of place, right? Yeah. And it's not to diminish their talent or disrespect them. It's just I'm starting to really not enjoy a match with a small guy and a big guy because it's happened so much now. Yep. We it used to be an anomaly to get a ray, right? You get a ray versus whoever. And that was like sort of a, a gimmicky thing, but yeah. Jesus, man, now we're getting it so much. And just, and VC's uh, brought this up too. Like we talked about Pa, that guy just looks the size. And even a Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, who's not the biggest guy, he 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 looks the part, and he's yeah. physical as shit, and he can he can hang in there, right? So yeah. like that's a different scenario than a Darby Allen or insert whoever here, right? Daniel Garcia or whatever. Even boys, as much as I hate saying this, because I'm a huge Alistair Black fan or Malachi Black fan, even even Malachi Black looks He's a, a little small. small in there, right? Yep. Like, so I'm a big Black fan. Like, I love him. But he would even be on the smaller side when he's in there against, like, a Lashley or insert yep. anybody, right? And Drew, even Drew. Drew's such a big dude. Like Drew McIntyre got huge. Man. Yeah. You, Good. That guy he, put in the work. He, he, he went from being the, you know, he come up and he was the the the, the prodigy. You know, he was going to be the future, yeah. and then he went back. The chosen one. He was that was the chosen it. Was one. The chosen one. Yeah, and then he went Vince. back to Scotland and reinvented himself, put in the work, and now he's back. And I'm I love Drew McIntyre. Uh, huge he, huge fan, dude. He has he has the look. He has the mic skills, the in ring skills. He can do it all. Yeah. I I want to see now that he's on SmackDown. I really hope they can. He could be the the face, and they've of, they've started to veer away from that campy shit they were doing yeah, with them too. Like they I, were get rid that of was the bad. fucking sword. I agree. Me. I've said that. I know, many, I know no, you no, guys don't, don't like me to say. No, that. no, you don't. You don't have to excuse yourself at all. I agree with that. <laughs> get rid of that dang sword. <laughs> I've said that many times. Trash. It's uh, it's stupid to have. What is he going to do? Slice somebody's head off? Like what? Like yeah. it's so dumb. Like and that's not the dis. I mean, the Angelus his mom's story and all that. That's awesome. And it makes for a cool entrance, but ah, yeah, especially because he was like getting super. The stuff right in his la- right before he left Raw, man, that was getting bad. They were he's getting booed because of his stupid stories, like the big story D. time. Yeah, it was story time with Drew, and it was not getting over, and he was yeah. like actually hurting him. But now he's back to just kind of like ass kickery, which is awesome. He, he's so big, just make him a badass Scottish son of a bitch who yeah. comes to the ring, beats the hell out of you. And Tells leaves. you he's gonna beat the hell out of you, yeah. and just leaves. Just yeah. I'm here to whoop your ass, and walks <laughs> up, comes out there, agreed, beats the shit out of you, and leaves. Yeah. That's all I want to see. And we're getting a little bit more of that on SmackDown. Yeah. I find yeah. so that, that's I'm, good. I'm hoping so. You know, I'm hoping they do the same thing with Braun Breaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that so good. Thanks. I'm glad you brought that up. So let's. I I want to get everybody's take on NXT 2.0. I hate the 2.0 part, but hey, take I it just, away. Just NXT. And I just. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not really 2.0. It's like the third version. But yeah. um, I just finished watching, or maybe I didn't finish. I can't remember. But I got mostly through this week's NXT. And I'm sitting there thinking, boys, I never thought I'd say this. 
but I am into this a lot. And I hot take. I think we didn't know that we needed this version of NXT. Like I I am convinced that this is actually the best thing we could have got because I am super into it. The um, Duke Hudson stuff, the Mm. Andre Chase stuff, we that the Zion Quinn, I think, is it? Well, that, guy's, that guy's gonna yeah. be a star. Yeah, that guy's gonna be a star. He's like, there's yeah. some good shit happening down there, man. And Braun Breaker is oh. just great. Yeah, I, I want them to put a rocket right on Braun Agreed. Breaker's ass. Agree. Just send his ass <laughs> straight up. I don't care. Just yeah. I'm. It's that's that's he. It may be because I'm a huge fan of the Steiners, and he's he just he's a Steiner. I take the Breaker yeah. away. Just make yeah. Braun Steiner. We all agree the name is probably silly, but but yeah. whatever. He's going to overcome but, that. Yeah, he's he he has overcome that. Yeah. I mean, he in my opinion, he's the hottest thing on NXT right now because I just oh, that's, so that's, that's that's my personal opinion. But NXT's hot right now. I'm I'm yeah. I'm with all of it. Uh, you know the the women stuff they've got going on down there is good. Yeah, um, Raquel Gonzalez is. Freaking huge, man! She is yep. a big woman. Uh, El Fantasmo <laughs> Legato yep. or whatever—that's mm-hmm. a super good fashion. Yeah. Like, yep. There's the stuff good they're doing with Zion happening. Quinn right now. Is oh. good. He man. and he's he's big and talented and Samoan, I think, right or some yeah. sort of. He's Polynesian, he's from so. uh he's he's from Australia. No. Uh, oh, maybe is it like New Guinea or something? Maybe. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere over there. But it's Polynesian. He, he himself, played. Yeah. He played rugby. He was a former rugby oh, player. Oh, that's that guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, okay. But everybody says he looks. He's like. He's like a Roman Reigns two point But I, but I I think a more athletic Roman. Yeah. Reigns. Like he, yeah. He's he's really ah. good. I don't. BC. I don't know if you caught a lot of his stuff yet, but it's he's really gonna go places. I think. And just like the Andre Chase guy is, I know he kind of lost it to Quinn, but I think he's got that character going. The um, Duke Hudson, and the, that's a good stuff. Like, there's just a lot. Joe Gacy, that, yes, that character. That's going I someplace, like that too. Character, that's man. going someplace for sure. Yep, I like that. It's it's got the early Bray Wyatt feels. Yep, when Toxic was, Attraction having mm. all of the belts is also cool, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, so I, like, I like them, too, um, yeah. for anyway, reasons. Anyway, I just want to throw that in there because I was, like, feeling it. <laughs> um. Another one, the Usos' brother, Soloa. I don't know how you say it, but you know. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know he's down. So Sokoa, yeah, yeah, he's the Usos' little brother. Oh uh, shit, cool. Solo, I can't think of it. Solo, I don't know how they say his name. (laughs) They didn't just give him the Uso last name because he does the splash when he comes out. Everybody's doing the Uso chant. He's good too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I I I don't think I've come across him yet because I'm kind of in as much as I try and watch and catch. Oh, you'll come across him. He's he yeah. looks like Jimmy and Jay with blonde hair. Oh, he, cool. He's got the he's got the tattoos. He looks just like him. You know, he, right on. If they brought him up right now, he'd be in the bloodline. Because I just I just hate saying that, but like I just honestly feel like I was wrong to think this was going to suck because it's been it's. Been I think a lot I, of people feel that way. Yeah, yeah. It, a lot of I people know. said it was going to suck. They were going to be mad about it because oh, NXT was this great thing. Triple H had this. It was the indie darling, yeah. and now you know. Oh well, now it's not going to be. It's going to suck. Vince McMahon's going to ruin it. And I don't think yeah. so. I think it's instead you're getting. I remember you guys. I think it was you, Jay, who said that it's going to be better. Maybe it was both of y'all said this because Vince McMahon's going to get his hands on them before they come to the yeah. main roster. It's um, it's and it's at the very least going to be consistent. We're not going to get these ups and downs, right? Because you beforehand you had guys like Kerry and Cross, and, and they were over in NXT, and they get to the main roster and they change, they tweak their gimmick a little yeah. bit to fit more what Vince and the the guys that the main roster like or want. 
Yeah. And and it doesn't get over. And people don't like it because they're like, no, they were they were good here. Why did you change it? Now they're gonna get what Vince and Agreed. Bruce and they want. And it's going to be better in the long run. And they're building future superstars down there. I mean, they got, agree. They, we are seeing before our eyes the guys who are going to main event WrestleMania in five to six years. And yeah. you can see just how quick they're pulling the trigger, right? Yep. Because that Von Wagner guy has gone back up. Like he's, you know, he's yeah. still in NXT, yeah. but they Dude, brought him right be, up, right? He's, he is now uh, Adam Pierce's uh, bodyguard yeah. protection. Yeah. yeah. Edge lookalike or as. <laughs> Kit said he looked a little like the slow edge. <laughs> I, I did catch that. I did chuckle. No, but like, but this is the thing that it's a great point you bring up because now that actually it's in Vince and Bruce's vision or whoever else's vision, mm-hmm. you're going to have consistency, which means that they're going to feel confident. They're going to actually put the push behind them when they come right up because yep. it's their idea. It's not. Triple H is telling them it's a good idea or it's they Triple H just tweaked the indie version of this guy. And now like that's the difference. And they're invested in them now down in NXT, which, which is the best case scenario, right? There's no more, there's no middleman. The only thing I'm going to say about all of it is Triple H, from my understanding, still not really back full time. NXT 2.0 launched after the week after he went out with the cardiac event Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. So, like, how does this – like, is he going to be sour over all this? Now, I'm assuming he's not because he's a yeah. rich son of a bitch still and he's in the family, yeah. right? But how does that play in? Like, how much vision I, is he losing, right? From what I read, I think Vince McMahon is still going to let him and Sean run things from that point of view, but they're going to have main creative and everything's got to be run through Vince. Character-wise yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think, I think Triple H is still going to have control and he's going to run things down there. But it's not going to be like what – it's not going to be the indie, darling. It's going right. uh, to be what OVW was, except more mainstream. Perfect, perfect example, yeah. It, perfect it's going to – I mean, look at what OVW created. I mean, some of the greatest super, superstars of all time, John Cena, yeah. Batista, Randy Orton. Those Shel- guys came yeah, – Shel- Shel- Benjamin, Benjamin came then, yeah. Lesnar. And, and that's what that's supposed to be. Instead – and that's why I think we're seeing a kind of deadness in WWE right now is because – NXT instead of developing stars, it developed. It didn't. Yeah, you know? it didn't even develop. It, yeah, it just, I mean, it just furthered the, independent. The last guys. people yeah. who came from NXT and succeeded, I mean, those guys. I mean, what Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Finn Balor. Yeah. I mean, who? The, the, I mean, to play to play devil's advocate, I guess the Wyatt family did kind of come from NXT. So yeah. that and the Shield. But that's did. been ten the years. Shield, but those that's a long time ago. That's yeah. ten years ago. I mean, yeah. who recently has won a world title? From NXT. I mean, we can't name one. Damian mm-hmm. Priest is the first to come up and be – but he's United States champion. I think they might be pushing him, but we'll yeah. see. Balor was probably the last, I guess. Yeah, Finn Balor. Yeah. But none of the guys – I mean, the, the recent champion, Tommaso Ciampa, he's not coming to the main roster. He's going to be – And I don't I, even think he wants to either. I, I, I think I think he's cool with being down there and being the veteran and putting people over and building them for the main roster. Yeah, Garg- um, guy, Gargano's going to be the Johnny next guy. Gargano. Yeah, yeah. he's um, he's I guess up next month, so we got to yeah. we have to see what happens there. This yeah. contract's apparently up. You know who I want to see come to the main roster? Um, L.A. Knight. Uh, I've been saying he, that too. Like huge. I, fan. I don't I don't know if they're just using him to put the young talent over down there or what, but he needs to come to the main roster. Agreed. He needs to be up here. I mean, there's just no there's no sense in not having him. He could elevate the mid card title. He could compete for the intercontinental title. Or- Agreed. His his mic work alone means he's a. Yeah. He's, you can fill yeah. two segments with him, right? Yep. 
BC, I'm shocked that you're not gloating at this point uh, with all my uh, with all my admitting that you were right. No, man, I'm just I'm just <laughs> letting you guys kind of go have this conversation. So it's um, I'm I'm in agreement with pretty much all the points you guys are making. So there's no need for me to parrot everything. But yeah, I mean it's NXT. I've been enjoying it. I think I said right from the very first episode that I really enjoyed the makeover uh-huh. for it. I was never. I guess the thing was I was never somebody who was uh, cultish with the old NXT. I mean, I know people were just livid when they decided to change it, but I was just like, ah, let's see how this goes. And I enjoyed the, you know, I know the logo is kind of weird with all the, the different colors. Of it, yeah. But I enjoyed the actual brighter <laughs> yeah. arena. I enjoyed, yeah. I, I think I mentioned to you, Jay, the that set. it felt kind of like the old school days of, superstars of wrestling or wrestling challenge and and it Uh it made me feel like this is the show where they're going to promote these guys so that you get used to seeing them and then that's when they get moved on to saturday night's main event which is the raw and the smackdown now where you're really going to see them in the main event you made it the same point as we made too mike they're building stars now that you're going to see main event in wrestlemania instead of main event and takeover and that should have been the point of it all along that was the point of this place all along and in hindsight it's not hard to now see why vince would want that right it's not hard to now envision that he wasn't cool with how it was going and it makes me honestly think that the that the aw quote-unquote ratings battle it had nothing to do with it and maybe you know what i mean like maybe it did in that he said okay i gave you a chance you know what i mean but now let me let me get my hands on this and it didn't sort of go the way we wanted to big deal whatever because vince doesn't like to lose we all know that but I don't know how much it had to do with that because he this this could have been in play anyway because they were probably sitting there thinking, shit, we don't have a pipeline here. Like, what's yeah. in our pipeline? Right? Uh, their pipeline just left. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, Adam Adam Cole. Right. Uh, I mean, who? They're, they're gone. They're not here anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't have anybody. Johnny Gargano, but he's another one of those guys that you just can't see in the ring with Roman Reigns no. duking it out. You can't. No. no. But you you can see Braun Breaker right yeah. now coming in. And and stepping right up to Roman Reigns and saying, "Hey, I can I'm here to whoop your ass." That D'Angelo like, oh, guy, shit. the D'Angelo yeah. guy, you Tony D'Angelo. Him, you, can, yeah. you can throw him in there with anybody mm-hmm. right now, too. That guy's a that guy's a solid dude too. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I, I like his gimmick too. Yep, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm I love that he wore, he's got the velour pants in the ring. That's amazing. Yeah. You, you had it, the right you had the right line there, Mike. You 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 said it right there. The eyeball test. Do I picture any of the people like? Like uh, Gargano or or Cole or any of these guys stepping in the ring, going up to Brock Lesnar's face, and me taking them seriously that they're going to be Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I can certainly I could picture Braun Breaker stepping up to Brock Lesnar and me drooling over the idea of that yeah. fight between the yeah. two. Yeah. See, I'm I'm already fantasy booking Royal Rumble, like Brock <laughs> oh, Lesnar winning it, yeah. but freaking Braun Breaker walking down as like 15 <laughs> entrant. And just getting right up in Brock's face, and they duke it out, and they, and, and of course Breaker's not going to win, but it'd be a hell of a fight. Oh yeah, it would it would be a hell of a fight. I think that's so cool now to think we have legitimate surprise entries now that like everybody wanted the NXT guys, but now we have legitimate guys that could just instantly jump into angles that won't mm-hmm. just be like pop just to fill roster spots anymore because yeah. Cole Cole was in there and he was gone the next day, right? So yeah, I think that's cool too. 
I'd like to, I'd like to see some guys be brought up. Von Wagner might be in it. I could see him being one of the interests. I like that guy. I don't, I, know, I, like, I don't know what it is about him, but I like him. He's got the size. He's got a look to him. And he said he, he said words on this week's yeah, yeah, NXT he, too. He, he sounds actually pretty decent. Yeah, he's he could he's got some work to do, but he's got potential. And I think yeah. Vince sees that in him too. And that's why he went ahead and said, let's bring him up and get him some work on the main roster. But um they they reinvented. I think the best thing they did in NXT 2.0 was reinvent Mandy Rose. Yeah, that's that's With, going over really well. Yeah, she's, the toxic attraction you know, stuff. Because she she was she's really talented, man. And they weren't doing anything with her. She dyed yeah. her hair. Now toxic attraction. She's she's a legit. Ba- they got they got a good little women's division down there. In they NXT, really do, man. They, they always have, have really been. I'm all for any stable that has all the belts. I love that. Whole that's thing. a cool. I idea. do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a stable fan. I wish yeah. they would bring we back are more too. stables. Yeah, we are that's too. that's like the bloodline. I want more of that. I want you yeah. know, but not goofy stables. Now that's yeah. not taking anything away from the new day. But I want like a legit aces mates, yeah, guys who just come in, beat the hell out of you with chairs, and then take yeah. your belts. Because that's what you should do when you yeah. have the numbers to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NWO esque, <laughs> yeah. Bullet Club esque, you know, Four Horsemen, yep. yeah. mm-hmm. DX, the original DX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, I Mike, Mike, I don't know how long we got you here for, but so we can. I mean, we can talk forever. But like, did you guys hear this stuff that um, there's rumor now that USA has even agreed to this that. WWE is flirting with the idea of going TV 14 for NXT. I've Have heard you guys that. heard yes. this. I've actually heard that. That and could that this could be a be. testing ground? You think that they're going to try I and think you could. throw Make some it. stuff, see what happens down there? Kind of thing? Yeah, I think so. We're going to see. I'm looking forward to it. USA is probably, uh, or apparently, has already been. They're like, yeah, that's cool with us. Yeah. G- Jesus, man, I watch like shows on USA where they're dropping f bombs. So it's like they don't care, right? They're yeah. as long as you rate it properly, they don't care. Mm-hmm. Like they have TVMA on their channel, so who cares? Yeah, right? a, lot, a lot of a lot of TV now, man. If, if yeah. it comes on later in the evening, it's got TVMA. It's it's what's I mean, selling, right? Anything yeah. on HBO or any, TNT or any of that stuff. Any, it's all anything TV, that right? has to do with violence, cussing, and sex is going to sell. It's going to be what you want to see on TV. I just saw, I just thought that was interesting when I heard that because yeah. it's it doesn't seem like they're going to go that route on the main roster. So why kind of play with it down there? But maybe it's just to. Because they're already they're already flirting with some of that stuff right down yeah, there. Yeah, the you new NXT got, is already kind of going. You already right. got like you already got you know Braun Breaker breaking that where he comes yeah. out and he's you know I'm here to whoop your ass and I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know and and it's and there's stuff like that they're doing. I'm I'm here for it. I'm all yeah. for it. Uh, me too. I'm all here for more cussing. And, <laughs> and, and, On the cussing, but it, it was it, I don't know. Again, we. I, beating the damn LW horse, but like watching their last sort of like quote unquote paper, it was on YouTube. It's just like one match, but, but they were dropping F-bombs. And I was like, oh, I'm so not used to seeing promos yeah, with F-bombs. Yeah. Like it was just, it was kind of a little bit, it took me back a little bit, but I loved it at the end of the day. I was like, yeah. this is real. This is emotion. This is real. Like, and they can get away with that because it's YouTube. So whatever. Yeah. But it like, it was um the new Latin LEX faction. Or yeah. whatever. I, they're not called LEX, but 5150 or something like that. And they were like, they were aggressive. They were like throwing F-bombs every every couple words. And I was like, this is cool. Like, yeah. who cares, right? I'm here for anything like that, man. People really just enjoyed- instantly jump to the like, oh, you can't do that. Well, but you can tell stories. Hollywood tells yeah. stories of all kinds, right? I mean, yep. you can tell stories. You just you have to do it properly and respectfully, but you can tell stories. I mean, that's that's what sells on TV, man. You watch yeah. TV shows. Like you said, HBO. I mean, that's, that's what's on there. It's going to be, you know sexualizing things and lot of it's cuss fiction. words and, and blood. It's fiction. A lot of blood. Yeah. Bring back blood and wrestling, damn it. 
<laughs> Except don't do it like every every second match every, that AEW yeah, does. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I we've been saying this for a while, Mike, and that like enough of the gimmick matches WWE because there's there's no there is no hell in the cell anymore. It's just yeah. two guys in a cage and they do a regular match. So give me a break. Like there is no more gimmick matches anymore. Just it's okay. You can just accept the fact that we're not going to get the blood, but stop trying to. Pres- uh, like extreme rules and hell in the cell and I'm like no, but it's it's not, <laughs> it's, not. it's not it's not like war whereas war games in NXT actually was a pretty violent match which was kind of yeah. cool yeah but uh, yeah I'm all for the blood too back. Yeah. I'm all for the blood just wanna, don't just overdo not, it not, don't Cody, overdo it like Cody doesn't have to bleed every match yeah <laughs> all right guys. I, I hate Cody Rhodes <laughs> <laughs> we had to get the Cody hate in there for, yeah. For, well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave on that on that cliffhanger. I'm gonna cut it up, cut off the conversation there, just so that you um, can still have a night to yourself and to your family. But uh, let's do this. Say, let's do this again, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, We we should do this again. We can get yeah. involved as well, or we can stay on after this and and chat all we want. But uh, I'm, just for the sake of the listeners, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Leave them hanging on the Cody Rhodes one, <laughs> just to guess what yeah. we're going to say about it. But before yeah. we go, Mike, why don't you give all your details as far as where people can catch the podcast, what your social media details are as well, yep. just so we can get all the word out there and remind yeah. them of what date you're dropping the Buff Bagwell interview as well. Okay, yeah. Um, so you go, you guys can find us on Twitter, Facebook. I think we have an Instagram. I have never posted. I think I posted one thing. Um, but mainly Twitter. That's where I do all my stuff. You can find, you can talk to me directly on Twitter at Barry the Gimmick. You know, it's just Barry the Gimmick. Uh, we're also on TikTok. Um, you can find us there. Not really big there yet. Working on some big stuff with Twitch and YouTube, hopefully soon to go live and get some really cool stuff going for everybody. Because uh, we want to do some some of, some of the, the, the fun stuff where we bring up matches and let people see what we're actually talking about on a TV screen. But we're going to be doing that soon, and then Buff Bagwell's coming up soon. He's going to be on December 3rd. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, uh, Breaker, um, all the apps, basically, that you can find a podcast on. We're on it. And if you guys need to know, we also are uh, we're sponsored by Granny Mays. You look that up. <laughs> If you, don't Amazing. Know, if you don't know what that product is listen to what was it episode 10 was it uh, episode was, 10 yep. yeah listen to yep. episode 10 right at the very get-go and you'll hear what that's all about yep. that was amazing. There's, amazing. there's a teaser for you <laughs> yeah hey i'm awesome. really i was really i had a lot of fun guys this was, Man, this was we appreciate you coming on yeah. and, and you yeah know, give, give ken our best give ken our best yeah, and, yeah. And like I'll, I say, uh, I'm a- it won't be the last time it won't be the last yep. time we always have fun talking to you guys Mike, thank you very much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. We love the wrestling talk. We love the wrestling knowledge. And we wish you all the success in the world with Barry the Gimmick. Uh, appreciate Jay, it. Jay, thank you for your time as well. Thank you for all the input. We got to get back in the blanket booth at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long. On that note, my name is BC. This has been Mike from Barry the Gimmick. This has been Jay. And we are... Virgil. Dude, I forgot to even bring up the <laughs> I got a big ding dong. <laughs> I, so I almost good. wrecked my car. So <laughs> <good>. <laughs>